Chapter 38 of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. Reader. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. Chapter 38 face to face the bitter outcry of carlyle if god would only speak again in these days as he has spoken in other days has risen many times from many hearts god spoke to abraham to moses to elijah to paul to augustine to john knox why has he become silent when the world so sorely needs guidance and heartening if god would only speak is the passionate cry of many an overburdened man and woman at the very moment when god is speaking it is so much easier to hear the still small voice in a past the tumult and turmoil of which have died into silence than to hear that voice in the uproar of the present to see the divine guidance when the long path lies clear in history as an upland road on a keen november morning than to see it as it unfolds step by step at our feet moreover god uses many languages and continually approaches new generations of men in view forms of speech so that each generation must master a new tongue if it would understand the divine message sometimes it is a sound like a voice out of heaven sometimes a vision of an angel in the night sometimes a dream of a ladder reaching to the skies sometimes the burning of a bush which is not consumed sometimes the roar of overwhelming waves and thundering heavens sometimes a breath of consuming wrath and sometimes a great peace in a thousand ways god speaks to men in an intercourse and fellowship which is never broken for an instant in the circle of which all men are included whether prophets poets kings and saints or fishermen and outcasts which includes the good and the bad in the same infinite compassion and love for god speaks as distinctly and directly to the man in his sins as in his holiest moments and exposure punishment and shame are as much and as truly evidences of his presence as honor and influence in the happiest rewards of the pure life when sins are uncovered and men brought to judgment god's voice is heard as distinctly as when the same voice said above the waters of baptism this is my beloved son when exposure and disgrace overtake men of position and reputation god's voice says these are my children i will not suffer them to sink to the lowest pit they shall be saved as by fire it is the infinite tenderness no less than the infinite justice that overtakes men who have lost the way and are selling their souls in the desert of greed and ambition and love of power happy is the man whose evil deed comes to the light 
and confronts him on the highway before he has gone over the final precipice into the pit. And happy is the community when its moral diseases reveal themselves. For it is better to be outwardly loathsome for a time than to be inwardly vile, and no physician the wiser. God is speaking in these recent years in no uncertain sound, and herein, rather than any prosperity of lands or factories or ships, lies the good fortune of our time. Through the deafening noise of machinery and trade and pleasure come once more those divine tones which, whether in righteous indignation or in yearning tenderness, are the precious evidence of the sonship of man and the fatherhood of God. The happy hour for the prodigal was not that which found feasting with his fellows, crowned with flowers and lying in the arms of pleasure, but that which came to him when he herded with the swine, and his father's voice suddenly called him from the far country home. End of chapter 38